Hello ladies, my name is Anne and welcome to Ladies Alcove. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. So this is super duper exciting. We have finally reached one year with the podcast ladies. Tomorrow exactly will be one year, but this episode is the one year episode and I cannot believe that it's been one year and I'm super excited. I'm happy that the Lord has helped me and guided me throughout this whole process. I have been able to do this for one year and be consistent and to me that is just a huge milestone. So I want to thank every single one of you ladies for your support, for tuning in, for sharing. Now as our one year anniversary with Ladies Alcove, I have published my prayer journal and I could not be more excited. I feel like this is the perfect timing and this prayer journal is basically a template that I have personally used throughout the years actually since about 2015-2016 and I realized that I didn't have a lot of prayer journals that worked for me so I created my own and I realized that I saw the way God answered my prayers and I knew that in the future I would have to share it with others. I didn't know if when it would be, how it would be and somehow God allowed it to be now. It has a calendar, it has a promises section and I even shared two examples of prayer requests that I have used on my personal prayer journal throughout the year so you'll be able to see that in the prayer journal and of course the prayer journal has a specific section to write down your prayer journals write down the promises and when God answers them you'll be able to see it I also post pictures on Instagram so please do check it out down in the description below I will post the link to purchase the prayer journal and I want to thank you ladies and gentlemen so much for your support. And I also want to thank you men. I have seen that there are several men who listen. So I want to thank you all for also tuning in. So yes, I am super excited. If you have been enjoying the episode so far, please write a five-star review so that our ladies community continues to grow. And let's get right into the episode. So today... You are going to need your Bibles, ladies. So if you have a Bible, I suggest you open it. If you use your phone Bible, that's okay as well. But we are going to dive deep into the Word of God. And the verses that we are going to focus on are on Daniel 10 verses 12 to 15. And I feel up on my heart that I should pray. So I'm going to say a quick word of prayer as we discuss this subject and we'll get right into the meat. Father in heaven, I thank you so much for gathering us today and for giving us the opportunity to read your word. I pray that you may speak through me and that you may give us your Holy Spirit to understand what you have for us. Please guide us, especially in this new year, and direct our paths. Thank you so much for hearing and answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Daniel 10 verses 12 to 15. I'm going to start to read it. And it says, then said he unto me, fear not, Daniel. So that's the angel. That's Gabriel talking to Daniel. So Gabriel said unto Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, 
thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days. For yet the vision is for many days. And when he had spoken such words unto me, I set my face toward the ground and I became dumb. And this is from the King James Version. So when you start to read from the beginning of the chapter, you are able to see the larger context for verses 12 to 15. But in verse 1, we see that something was revealed to Daniel that so disturbed his peace that he felt that he had no other choice but to mourn, fast, and pray. And he did this for three whole weeks. And to him, he was receiving no answer. When I read this, I was thinking, I don't know if I've ever fasted for three whole weeks. But anyways, when Daniel began his prayers, the Lord sent an angel with the message. But unfortunately, since we are in the great controversy, the prince of the kingdom of Persia held the angel as prisoner and prevented the message of God from being delivered to Daniel. But in order for us to understand what is really happening, we have to break down the verses. So one of the first things that we are going to talk about is the prince of the kingdom of Persia. Who is the prince of the kingdom of Persia? To understand who, who he is, who the prince of the kingdom of Persia is, we have to understand the Bible as a whole. And also we have to understand our humanity. This prince cannot possibly be a human being because we cannot hold an angel. I've never seen it happen and I don't think we will ever see it happen. It's not possible. But we do wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers against the rulers of darkness and spiritual hosts in high places. And you can find that in Ephesians 6 verse 2. So based on that fact and based on what we have read so far, does it make sense for the prince of the kingdom of Persia to be literal or not? Based on the context, it makes sense for this prince to not be a literal prince or the literal prince that held the Israelites captives, but the demonic spirit behind it. Stay with me here. All of this will make sense as to why our prayers seem to be unanswered. So the enemy in his conniving spirits and in the spirit of the great controversy, which we have been dealing with since Adam and Eve, even to this day between good and evil, held the messenger of God captive from answering Daniel's prayers. How do you think that Daniel may have been feeling during that time? I mean, specifically for us, if we're praying for three weeks for something and there are no answers, especially if we are fasting and mourning and praying, we might think that there is a delay. We might feel like God is not answering our prayers. We might feel so many different ways. But as we continue to read into, into the verse, we see what was really happening. But from Daniel's perspective, he most likely felt like how we feel when our prayers seem to not be answered. He may have felt that his prayers were forgotten and unanswered. He may have felt weary. He may have felt that God was not hearing him at all. After all, he was praying, like I said, and barely eating for three whole weeks, 21 days. And that's exactly how long the angel was held for 
as well. It's kind of like the prayer was what was holding the answer from coming. Sometimes when we pray, the enemy is trying his best to derail us. He might use us to doubt God, feel like we cannot pray to him, feel like make us feel like God is not going to answer, make us feel so dirty and unworthy that we don't want to speak to God. And those are some of the tools that he uses for us to not pray since he knows that prayer is the tool that will and, and the weapon that will fight against him and his powers. So, like I said, how many of us fast for this long and really pray and agonize before God? And to be honest, I personally have never fasted for 21 days. Now that I think about it, I understand now why so many churches or YouTube videos, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and a lot of people talk about fasting for 21 days. I never really understood where the 21 days came from, but it's just now clicking why the 21 days, why, why some people choose to fast for 21 days. It's, I think it comes from Daniel. Oh yeah, the Daniel fasts are usually 21 days. I don't know why it never, <laughs> I don't know why it never dawned on me until literally right now. All right, let's continue. So the enemy holds the angel captive for 21 days. Then Michael comes to rescue him. So we are also going to break down Michael because we need to understand who was this being that was able to fight the enemy in order to get Daniel the answers that he needed. So from a biblical perspective, Michael is none other than Jesus. And we can see that in other verses of the Bible. And like I said, ladies, I hope you have your Bibles because you can go through these verses and see them for yourselves. I'm not going to read those verses, but you can look them for yourself. So that's Jude 1 verse 9. And then Revelation 12 verse 7 to 9. Daniel 10 verse 13. Daniel 12 verse 1. 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 16. And Daniel 10 verse 21. So those, those are the few verses that basically talk about Michael and who and gives us a better idea of who Michael is. And also when you read these verses, which you see the raging battle between Michael and the enemy. And the only other person that we can see in the Bible that has an active part in fighting the enemy is Jesus. Only Jesus is able to fight him and win. Jesus was the only one who, Jesus is the only one who will bruise the enemy's head with his heel. Yes, the Bible talks about how we are also supposed to fight the enemy, but it is only through Jesus. We cannot fight the enemy with our own strength. We will fail miserably. Like we can see in this case as well. Daniel was praying for God to intervene. If he knew that the enemy was holding the angel from giving him the answer that he needed for the vision that he received from the Lord, he would have fought the 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 devil himself. But no, Michael came and fought the enemy and delivered the angel. So there's no one on the face of the earth or the universe that can fight the enemy but God. And Jesus specifically. All right. So after Jesus came to help, as we see in the verses, the angel was now able to provide the answer to Daniel's prayers. 
So what I see is this from reading these verses and reading the whole chapter. Daniel received a word from God and decided to pray for clarification. That's one. That's when he started to fast. No answers came for three weeks or 21 days. In the spiritual realm, however, war was raging. So the answers to his prayers were there from the beginning, like it says in verse 12. But it took so long to receive, not because God did not answer, but because of the enemy. I believe that this is often the case for us, like I mentioned before. How many times do we pray and ask God for something, but it seems like he has not answered and the prayer to that specific thing will not happen. That happens so often. And I know that that has happened to me more times than I can even count. So sometimes we start betting begging God in desperation for the fruition of our prayers. But since we have a picture of what happens in the spiritual realm, why don't we change our prayers? Instead of begging God to answer our prayers, I think that sometimes we should pray against the spirit of delay, which is exactly what was happening in in Daniel's situation. I truly believe that sometimes the simple key is to change the way we view things and to change our prayers. Unfortunately, we often blame God for unanswered prayers, but we blame the wrong person. In many cases, the blame should really be on the enemy and our prayers should rally against him, against the principalities and the rulers of darkness. And it's really unfair to God how sometimes when we don't get our answers, we blame him for what's going on when the real culprit, the real person who is in the wrong is the enemy. And honestly, let's just be honest. Sometimes the answer is delayed because of us, because of our misdoings, because of our lack of faith. So we really need to check ourselves and figure out who we're really blaming in these in these situations. Now, you may ask, Why didn't God just fight against the devil from the beginning? And honestly, the simple answer is this. It is illegal to do so without our consent. And in order to understand that specific concept, we have to go back to Adam and Eve in the beginning in Genesis 1 and 2 and 3. So when Adam and Eve sinned, they literally relinquished their power and authority to the enemy basically in other words they gave him the deed to the earth and that is exactly why prayer is important with their sin they gave him all power over the earth so that is exactly why jesus came to die for us in order to counteract in order to redeem us from our mistakes Fortunately enough, though, even though Adam and Eve gave the enemy the legal deed to the earth, legally, by law, by practice, how everything is set up, the enemy cannot force us to do anything against our will, but neither can God. So we have to choose and ask God to intervene So when we choose and ask God to intervene, it is then under his jurisdiction to act accordingly. And that's why prayer is so important. That's why when we pray, the enemy sometimes tries to prevent us from believing or prevents us from praying altogether. Because he knows that when we pray, we give God the ultimate power to fight against him. 
So if you feel that you have been praying for something for a long time and it seems that there has been no answers, that God is not answering or hearing you, there are three things I want to explore and talk about. Number one, if you haven't already prayed and fast, like I said, I have never fasted for 21 days and maybe Many of you who are listening to me right now haven't either. So if you haven't really agonized in prayer before God, I invite you to pray and fast. Number two, ask for the Holy Spirit to direct your prayers and to lead you. And one of the verses that I want to point out that specifically talks about this is Romans 8 verses 25 to 27. And it says, but if we hope for what we do not see, We eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So sometimes we don't, we, there's no possible way for us to know what's going on in the spiritual realm. So when we do ask, when we do feel the need to pray, we need to ask God for the Holy Spirit that what we ask for is in the will of God. And number three is to pray against demonic forces that may be hindering the answer to your prayers. That's exactly what we've been talking about. Daniel was praying. Yes, the Lord sent the answer, but the devil was acting up. He was cutting a fool. He held the angel in bondage in order for Daniel to not get the answer to his prayers. So if Daniel would have known, he would have definitely prayed for God to break the chains of the enemy. But we know God gave us the Bible verses in order to see what's going on. So it's up to us to use this information to the best of our ability to ask and invite God to be part of our team or actually the other way around, invite ourselves or accept the hand of God to be part of God's team in order to um, prepare the way for Jesus to come back and to give God what is due to him. As I have mentioned indirectly, I do believe that Daniel 10 was written, yes, for prophecy, for the things that are soon to come upon the earth, but also written and given as evidence and an example to invite us to pray against the kingdom of darkness. I believe that these verses were meant to show us what happens when we pray sometimes And to give us leverage against the enemy. The only way you have leverage against the enemy is when you know the enemy's steps and what they are going to do in their plan. And God clearly gave us the devil's plan. So we need to use this information wisely. We cannot do this fight alone. So we need Christ to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. We cannot cower in the face of the enemy while in the presence of the almighty God. And the weapon that we have to fight the enemy is prayer and the word of God. So ladies, this is to me, but please, we need to learn how to use prayer 
and the word of God. We need to be more in tune with him, speak to him, and invite him into our lives. So ladies, if there seems to be a spirit of delay for you in this season, try praying against the kingdom of darkness and against the spirit of delay. So to end, Isaiah 65 verse 24 says, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer, and while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Father, I thank you so much for your word. I pray that we may spend more time in your word so that you may show us the ways of the enemy, so that we may be more equipped with your word and through prayer to fight and to be victorious in your name. Thank you for hearing and answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. And that is all I have for you, ladies. I pray that you were blessed. So if you were blessed, share this with anyone who may benefit. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.